Welcome to the Fused Fitness Formula, where we share information and motivation from people just like you, our coaches, and medical and fitness professionals, so that you can have all the tools you need to create healthy habits that fit into your lifestyle and set you up for success. Hey, Fit Fam, welcome to another episode of the Fused Fitness Formula. On today's episode, we have one of our members who has been with us for a little bit over a year, and her story is absolutely inspirational. She is one of the people who I am so blown away by almost every time she walks into the gym, and just seeing her progress over time is is absolutely incredible, and you'll find out why shortly why it's just something that's so admirable and really cool to be a part of and to see. Um, Megan has a very interesting history and a very unique one. And so being around someone like this in your workouts and just in the space that we're in is again, very cool to see, very inspirational. I'm going to let Megan tell you a little bit about her history, her background and all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, Megan, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to get into you today. Um, tell, <laughs> I think some of the people that that come to Fuse know your history, but um, let's let our listeners know what, what I'm referring to. I feel like the suspense is probably killing everybody right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, so my history is uh, I was born with cerebral palsy, uh, which is a neuro- neurological uh, component, but it affects muscle tone. It affects, it can affect, uh, affect cognitive ability. Um, it's a wide, you know, variety of things. Uh, I'm fortunate that it's a very mild case, uh, but it's been a, a process and a journey and it's not something that's gonna go away. Uh, each year I kinda, I grow and adapt and, and learn how to manage it. Um, when I was younger, I didn't walk, I didn't hit those milestones you know, when I was supposed to, my parents were on top of it. Like they knew they were very uh, proactive with everything, you know? And I think that's part of the pro part of how I got here is because they were so, you know, like they didn't just accept like, Oh, this is it. Like, you know, she's going to do very little for her whole life. You know, they really sought the treatment that I needed when I was younger and kind of pushed me each stage and supported me, you know? I did spend some time in a wheelchair when I was uh, younger. Prior to that, I really didn't move around much. And then I had surgery at two years, two and a half, I think it was, two and a half years old, three maybe, uh, where they lengthened my Achilles on both legs. So I had full length cast uh, from my toes to my hips, um, which was fun. I can still remember how itchy they would get. (laughs) Parents like made like a, scratching component like out of a hanger you know because I try I took a pencil and tried to put a pencil I got a pencil stuck in the cast so oh. <laughs> uh, but you know and then it was just a you know it was a it was you know long days long nights but it was worth it even you know at that young of an age I can still remember very pivotal points you know uh coming from home from the hospital my parents stopped and we got a dog it was the first dog we had had and so like, that was, you know, for me, like it was, I was not moving around much. So to have a puppy to be around with was awesome. 
And the dog hated my wheelchair unless I was in it. If I was in the wheelchair, he'd curl up and sleep underneath it. But Aww. if I wasn't in it, he was like terrified of it. And uh, I eventually started walking with my cast on. I had like surgical boots, I can still remember, and a walker. And I would walk back and forth in our playroom at my parents' house with the puppy next to my side. Because it was, I had, up until that point, I hadn't walked before. Like it was such a new thing to me, but it was so exciting for me. You know, it was such a big pivotal moment. You know, How old were you? I was three, maybe. I was pretty young. I was, you know, I was still wow. in nursery school. So three, four, not much, you know, not much older than that. Because I do remember, you know, I was out of school for a while. And then uh, the nursery school, like, made accommodations just for me to get in a couple hours and they like built not even built they took a shelf off of one of the bookcases and slid the shelf like through the wheelchair arms so that I could like sit there and I could still picture like the graham crackers and apple juice that I was having oh my god Um, and it was just to be a part of you know just to have that get back to interactions and you know socializing and everything um, and that was the, you know, that was the start of it. And it's been physical therapy my whole life. Um, I grew up going to Blakedale Children's Hospital, which that is one of the most amazing places in the world and still very special to me. Um, cause they just, and it, it, they're leaps and bounds. They have their own school district now and everything. Um, and then eventually I moved up to a local physical therapy place, but, and even now as an adult, I still have to maintain that stretching and, you know, staying ahead of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so we'll talk about too, when you come in, sometimes if you are so in tune with your body now, you know, when like, you know, when you're pushing it, I sometimes do it anyway, but like, you know, you know, when you're pushing it, you know, when like, you know, when to lay off, you know, you're definitely very in tune with your body, which is a blessing in today's world. I think, because a lot of people don't know how to pick up on the signals that their bodies are sending them. And, um, and then that's where, you know, things can lay dormant for a while and kind of act behind the scenes or behind the curtain. And then all of a sudden it'll manifest into something worse. So it is, I know that you are very in tune with your body and that's so incredible. Like I, you know, you told me bits and pieces of the story, but that like, I can't even not walking until you're three years old and having like that much of an effort to do it. I mean, it was long ago, but what mentally, like what kind of like, how did you get through that? How did you, I mean, I'm, do you still deal with that too? Like this feeling yeah. of, yeah, go ahead. I, I definitely have accepted it a lot more, you know, as I get older and, you know, uh, but definitely as a, as a child, it was, I struggled. I had a gym teacher, uh, Mrs. Ettinger in elementary school mm-hmm. that was pivotal um, because she just, saw my potential. She knew my whole background. She knew everything that I was going through, but she knew that what I was capable of. And she would just, she just would find that balance for me, you know? And, and again, with her, somebody like her, with my parents, with continuing physical therapy, like I went on to play sports, which, you know, at some point they didn't know if, you know, without the surgery and everything, would I be able to walk? Would I be dependent on a wheelchair on and off? And you know, I played sports my whole life. I had two older brothers. So I was really into whatever, you know, they were doing. I played, you know, basketball, basketball and softball were my things. Like those were what I enjoyed the most, but I played everything for at least a season. 
Um, and I played well. It wasn't, you know, and it wasn't that I played, I played with a regular, you know, town team. I actually started playing up for softball. So I was fourth or fifth grade playing on the middle school team. Amazing. Um, so, you know, it was, but it was also a lot too, because then, the, you know, the harder I was on my body, you know, I definitely had my fair share of injuries. And when it came to that stuff, I was the worst patient. Uh, you know, if like my physical therapist said, Hey, listen, you can't play you know, the rest of the season. Like I was terrible with it. I was not good at listening. And I was like that up until my twenties and thirties, I really struggled with listening to my body. Um, but I kind of, I only have this one body, so I can't give up on it if it's not giving up on me. Mm. Um, so that's where I'm finding that balance now, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with listening to my body and, and even, you know, maybe not working out five days a week, but I'm working out three days a week. And those other days I'm doing, you know, recovery, recovery is just as important. And, you know, I'm also at the point too, where I, there was a time where I was working out like crazy and it was all about how much I was lifting, how, what, how much weight I lost, the size of my clothes. And it, it got to the point where it was a very unhealthy relationship. Yeah. Um, and now it's, I just want to, I want to feel well. I want to feel stronger. Um, and I do feel like I get that. And I'm also more confident in myself where I can walk into a gym or walk into, you know, fused and say, Hey, I'm going to need a modification today. Cause I know, you know, I'm a little tight, you know, and where before that would, like, I would take that as like a, a failure and I wouldn't speak up, push myself too much, strain something or just be really off. And, you know, it would be this cycle that wouldn't end. And I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? You know? So it's finding that balance that's really made the difference for me. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, like I, I said in the intro to you, like just seeing the leaps and bounds of progress you've made, like from when we first started working together over a year ago, I think it was a year in December. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, like we're like almost a year and a half now, maybe a little bit less, but, and I, you know, I have had the opportunity to work with you before, but not in this capacity. And um, it's just really cool to see that, like, it's like, it's so cheesy and cliche when coaches are like, consistency is key, but it's so Mm -hmm. true because when you first started, we were working on things like you know, it could be, it could have been anything. It was like more balance related stuff and just building strength back up that you might've lost during COVID or, you know, and then now you're deadlifting, you know, and doing everything else that we're all doing. It's not like, you know, you're not, you really don't need modifications anymore. And when you do, it's because you're just, you are so in tune with your body. You're like, Hey, today's not the day, which is so respectable because like you said, it was just this vicious cycle. And I think that there's a time and place. And I think like, you know, I can get into kind of like, I think that there's a mentality in a school of just push through anyway, push hard. And sometimes that's not the way to go. And that's certainly not the way that I operate. I'm like, listen to your body. You know, some days you're going to feel like a million bucks. You come in and you have a hard workout. And some days you're going to feel like absolute poo, but you're in there and that's the win for the day. You're going to get sweaty you're not gonna, you know, like you're just gonna move and you're gonna feel good that you did something versus like feeling really defeated that you didn't do what you know you can do on your best day. Cause not every day is gonna be your best day. And that's it. That was really that was my motivation um 
when I started a year ago in December was just, I think it was the pandemic, which I know everybody's kind of had their thing with that, but it was that it was, I was coming off of complications from a hysterectomy that I'm still kind of dealing with. So it was just, I had, I had kind of thrown in the towel kind of thing of like, well, I just can't work out anymore. You know, like I just, it's too much for my body. I can't do it. Um, but I needed that support and that guidance, you know, like I, yes, I can work out at home. I've done it for years. I have everything I need at home, but I needed that accountability that a, somebody's expecting me and then B like, they're going to, you know, correct me on form or, you know, just kind of give me that additional support that I need. And that was really like my turning point when we started in December, like I was just not in a good mindset. And that you know, the physical component of fitness and exercise is huge. And, you know, do I want to continue losing weight and, you know, gaining muscle mass? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, the mental clarity that exercise and consistency brings me is that's like tenfold for me. That is the biggest component. Um, You know, like, even if it's like, I'm not working out big today, but I'm going to go outside and get a good, you know, four mile walk in before I go to work. Like there is something that just, it clears my head. I usually listen to podcasts and if I'm walking or whatever, I could just, that's my hour for myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you and that's, into that intention, it's like huge, you know, when you create that like association with it, that's a big key. Yeah. And that's a big part of it for me is, you know, juggling work, kids, marriage, those are all, you know, factors of my life, but it gets to the point where it's like, Hey, if I'm not functioning at my best, how am I helping everybody else that's around me? Yeah. You know, so that's, and that's where, you know, I don't, you know, it's not selfish to carve out that time for yourself. And I, you know what, my kids are great with it. My husband understands where it's like, I'm either going, you know, to fuse at eight o'clock in the morning on a Saturday before all the sports starts, or I'm going at six in the morning, you know, like, cause that's, we're making it work. We're making it fit our schedule. Um, but it's something where it's important to me. So I'm going to follow through with that. Yeah. I love that because it's so true. Like, I, like you literally, you, you don't just manage your schedule. You manage like your family schedule with what you do for work. You're definitely managing other people too. So that's a lot of of showing up for other people that you have to do on a regular basis and your family outside of your like immediate home family too. And so Mm -hmm. it's very like, you know, there's the two, the two sides of the coin. You could be like, well, this is really stressful for me to try to get to the gym. Or you can say like, this is my one hour, you know, two or three days a week or however often you're getting in. And this is, this is my me time so that I can feel more. It's like a true form of self-care that's not like, I, I spoke about this with, um, with Nadia too, actually, that's not like getting your nails done, which is fine. You know, whatever's going to make you feel good, but it's something that's going to allow you to not only benefit your physical, like you were saying, but also your mental too. So it's just going in with that intention, creating the time, creating the boundaries and your other relationships too, to be like, this is a priority for me. And you mm-hmm. see the difference on how I show up when I'm in this space versus when I'm not. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's cool. It's, and it's great to have that support too. Yeah. And the kids are funny. The kids will know, like, if I'm, you know, not at my best mom day, they'll go, did you work out today? Do you need to go, you know, go jump with the bike? Do you need to go do this? Like they, you know, they can sense it. They know, you know, 
And they're also, you know, what I love is, you know, my daughter's going to be 10 and she's so quick to be like, oh, you're going to work out. You know, if I throw something on in the living room and just to get a, at home workout in and, oh, can I work out with you? Can I do this? So like, I want them to see that. I want them to see, you know, things may be hard, but it doesn't mean that you just give up and that you don't pursue and you, you know, there's, there's ways to work around it and figure it out, you know? And I love that she wants to jump in. It may, you know, make the workout a little bit longer with her there, but I'm, I'm glad that she's a part of that. You know, she's gone on some runs with me. I don't run as much as I used to, but she would, you know, and she would hold her own. Um, And I want, I want her to continue with that. I want her to just find that balance. That's so cool. I love that. It's such like a good, cause the kids are always looking up to their parents and whether you realize it or not, right. Like they're always seeking that in. So like making sure that that's important for you. I mean, I kind of want to go back to like, what do you, what's that like inner dialogue? Like when you feel like, cause you're one of those people, Meg, and I think I like, I've, I'm sure I've said this to you before who like you take ownership of your shit. Like, like no other person I've seen like you're it's you never really we have had this conversation you never really throw pity parties for yourself or if you Mm -hmm. do you say like they're really quick so I want to know because like I feel like if there's anyone that could be throwing pity parties it's you and you're like no like nope I you squash it so quick so how does that happen for you like how do you what do you do if you get into a moment of like you want to feel sorry for like your situation where you're at or any of that you know I've done it. I've thrown myself those pity parties and you get stuck in a funk and you, you know, you kind of, you know, I did it for a while where I wasn't working out at all. And it was an excuse and it was, you know, just to, you know, like, you gotta eat and do whatever I want. But, you know, you do that for, you know, a couple of weeks or whatever. And you realize like, it's not where you want to be. Like, you're not in the right mindset. You're not happy. Um, so it's still frustrating. Like even now, like if I feel like I'm tight, I get frustrated. Um, but I try to find that balance where like, I give myself that like, you know, day or whatever. Like if I'm just in a funk and I'm like, it's good to push yourself and work out and exercise. But if you don't feel right, you also don't want to like, I know for myself, I don't want to like cause an injury, you know, like I stepped back this morning and the dog was behind me because she was trying to get a piece of food that fell. And I like twisted my leg a little bit. And of course I like screamed at the dog because I just, because there's just something like for me, a fall or a twist, it can lead to so much more, you know? So it was, you know, I planned on doing a bigger workout today, but it's like, all right, let me, cause I'm still a little sore. Let me scale it back. Let me just, you know, go for a walk today. I'll do that or whatever. Um, where before I would either still push it, make it worse. Or then I'd be like, Oh, that's my out. I don't need to do anything. Um, and I think my biggest reason for not allowing myself to get stuck in that mindset of like oh sad me you know is my kids you know I don't want them to see that they they understand it to some degree but then they don't of what's going on with me because if you look at me physically mm-hmm. you know me any person looking at me if I just walked into a room they're really not going to know what's going on um but the kids are starting to understand it and they see it more, you know, we go on hikes and there's certain parts of hikes that I can or can't do. And, you know, years ago it was, you know, it would really bother me. And now I have said to the kids, like, all right, we're doing this hike, but if I have to sit on my butt just to get down this part, like it, I know it doesn't bother me anymore, you know? Um, so I just don't want to get stuck in that 
pity party zone, you know, because there's always that concern that if you get too far into it, you're not going to get yourself out of it. Yeah, um, that's, that's true. Know? Yeah, definitely. So that's kind of yeah. where I'm at. It, it, it's not always sunshine and, you know, puppies, but it's, uh, you know, it's a work in progress every day. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, yeah, I, like I said, I think that if there's anybody that I know that could be like, oh, well, like, you know, what was me kind of thing? Like it could be you. Cause you'd be like, well, I just got dealt shitty, a shitty hand. And it's like, you just take complete ownership of it and just like strive to, to hit your boundary, maybe, maybe push past it when you're feeling mm. up to it. And when you can, and then when you know that it's not a good, it's not going to be good for you, you know, when to, um, when to listen and when to respect that. Um, so since you started coming, I mean, you said that you were looking for that accountability, you had the stuff, you had the, um, the equipment to do stuff at home. What has been one of your biggest, um, God, I, I don't want to say like, yeah, I guess biggest accomplishments or achievements since you started coming. I think the biggest thing, I mean, you know, what I really love with the structure of working out at Fused and just with how everything works, there's something for everybody. But like, I, I look back to like when I first started um, and just like my balance, like how off my balance was. And that's something I've dealt with my whole life, you know, but like balance that affects your everyday life, you know, walking up and down the stairs, you know, I could step wrong on a completely flat surface. And if my balance is off, it could cause me to fall. Um, and just seeing those things like that growth, because that like, for me that like, it's, it's a life skill. I don't know if you want to call it balance a life skill, but it's a, you know, it's, it impacts my everyday life. So when I see that I'm doing better with those kind of things, um, and it's funny, like we were somewhere and certain times, like I'll need somebody's hand if like the stairs or whatever, like stepping up and down stairs, whatever. And I did something, I like was able to go down the stairs and I didn't need anybody's assistance. And like my husband noticed it right away. He's like, you didn't need anything. And I didn't, I didn't even like think twice about it because I just felt I was sturdier, you know, those things really like they're small, but they're big at the same time. Totally. Um, even just thinking back to like when we first started and I like could not sit on the box because I had such like, I was like, it's going to move and I'm going to fall, you know? And just <laughs> yeah. last, like, I had such trust issues with that. Total um, trust. <laughs> but I think just like just last week, like, I, I was able to do it like, and I didn't even think twice about it. So like afterwards, I was like, wait a minute, I was able to sit down and get back up without like panicking that I was going to totally face plant, you know? And I'm um, pretty sure it was with the bar too, or yeah. Like one of the last times we did it, it was with a barbell. You were, mm -hmm. you started out with a kettlebell and just sitting to the box. Yeah. That's yeah. I love, and, and you're right. It's like, I think that's such a big thing to uh, point out because no matter who you are, where you are in your journey, like it's the small things that, that make you feel the best. Like very rarely, I'm not going to say very rarely, but you know, you also lost weight when you started coming that hasn't mm -hmm. really even come up in this conversation and not that it's not important to you, but it's like, that is something that, yeah, that's really cool to achieve that goal. But the small life things, like you're saying that literally improve the quality of your life. Or if you're like a super competitive person, just like 
getting better at the thing that you want to be competitive with, but it's the small, the small, like incremental progressions and improvements mm-hmm. that make the world of difference. So that's really cool. Yeah, and, and, you know, the weight was a factor when I started, when I started in December, uh, a year ago, I was the same weight that I had been when I was pregnant with both kids. And that was like an eye opener. That was like, mm, you're not carrying another human being anymore. <laughs> like you shouldn't. And I'm smaller. I'm five, one on a tall day. Like my body's not meant to like carry that kind of weight. Um, I've lost 20 pounds and I've kept the 20 pounds off. Amazing. Which is a great feeling. Mm-hmm. I, would I love to lose a little bit more? Yes. But on the flip side, I know I'm losing inches and I like seeing that definition. I like seeing, I put a shirt on the other day and it was like too tight around my arms. And I was like, I'm not mad about this. Like, I'm okay with this. <laughs> I love that. You know? Yeah. Um, so there is a balance. There is, you know, like, yes, would I like to continue losing weight? Absolutely. But it's not, I'm definitely, you know, I'm, you know, but I saw my GP not that long ago and she was like, other than like the other things that you have going on, you know, just a couple of things. She's like, you are in very good shape you're in good health you know like so it's a good it's a much better spot to be in you know uh than when I was when I started but it's part of the the journey and it's I feel like I'm just getting started maybe you know maybe there's more maybe there's you know um there's more to come and there's more that I want to accomplish but I'll just take it each day as it comes I was going to say, what gets you, what keeps you motivated every, you know, every now that like, I think uh, another big thing that I see with, with not just, I mean, including myself is like, all right, I'm feeling good. I'm looking good. And then like that let up, you know, like, uh, all right, like I don't need to be as diligent because I'm, I'm, I'm finally here uh, getting the result that I wanted. So I'm, I'm going to just chill for a little bit. What keeps you motivated? And that happens. And then, and, and life in general, you know, work schedule, kids schedule sports, you know, you know, not going three days a week as much as I want or whatever. Um, it happens, but my motivation is like, I don't want to go back to where I was, uh, just in that mindset either, you know? Um, and the, I feel like if you get too complacent, like it, it happens quicker than you realize, you know? Um, and I want to be, you know, I run a before and after school program with, you know, elementary school kids, I played basketball for a half hour the other day, you know, and I wasn't, you know, going all out, but I'm running around with a bunch of little kids. I want to be able to do that for as long as possible and not like be like, oh, my back's out now, or this is hurting now, you know, I want to be able to do that for, you know, as long as possible. So that's really one of my big motivators is just to be consistent and, um, and you do, you get so like, you get used to the people that you're around too, when you're, when you're, you know, at a class or, you know, you get to know each other, you get to, and just the motivation that each other, we offer each other is huge, you know? Absolutely. Um, yeah. No, it's a, it's it definitely, a space. <laughs> it definitely has like that family vibe, you know, like that, like, you know, it's like the, the 6am crew that was, that, you know, was there. And then the Saturday, like, you know, it's just a very, it feels like home. And then like, if I'm not there for a week or two, I'm like, I miss it. I need to get back there. You know? Totally. Yeah. And then everyone's like, Hey, where's Meg then? Hey, where's Meg? <laughs> Have you seen yeah. Meg? Is Meg okay? It's like, yeah, she's good. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's life, you know, and it definitely happens. Mm-hmm. 
yeah those are some solid like reasons why and they're very like they're very grounded to me when I hear that and and not like to judge anyone's reason and motivators why it's just like those are very like long I think like longevity like lifelong goals it's not like oh I have this coming up or you know I'm just like post-op and so I need to get strong Mm -hmm. because or I'm pre-op and I need to get strong for that it's like no like I'm just at a point right now where I just want to be consistent I want to be able to do my job better show up for people better and that means you know showing up for myself too like we said earlier as well yeah absolutely and you know as I get older you know things are gonna get harder and you know and I've heard I can already see a difference in you know some things but if I can be proactive and kind of stay ahead of it you know like like I know like one of the bigger components too is like, yes, exercise and fitness is really important, but I also like, I'm finding a better balance with consistently stretching and, you know, giving myself that appropriate recovery time. Cause then you, you get into a cycle. It's like, well, I want to work out every day this week, which is not terrible, but am I putting too much wear and tear in my body? You know? Um, so I've definitely, have gotten into a much better spot with understanding that and understanding the process of it and, and listening to my body and waking up, you know, if I wake up and I feel off and saying, all right, I'm going to adapt and I'm going to change what I had planned for today, just because it's going to be too much, you know? Do you ever, do you notice like an impact on foods and how foods make you feel or not as much as like, like physical movement? Oh, foods are a huge component. And that's probably, I think that's probably where I lack the most is just, I can be super, super diligent and I can really focus and, you know, um, and it's not even just, it's not even just food just for like weight loss. It's just, you know, eating better, eating cleaner for inflammation, you know, and, and I can, I can go all in and be really good with it. And then it's like, oh, well, it's, you know, this party this weekend, um, you know, and, and there is a balance, but I do have to find, I, that, I think that's my biggest struggle right now is finding that right middle ground. Um, So you think like, that'll probably be maybe one of your next big focuses now that you have a consistent uh, physical activity routine in place. Yeah, that's, that's definitely where I'm kind of at now. And, you know, just getting on the same page and just, you know, because I do feel the difference. Like if I don't eat properly, if I don't eat the right stuff and if you eat crap for, you know, four days, yeah, you feel sluggish just in general, but like it definitely contributes to systemic inflammation and just, and then it's, and then it's a process to, you know, kind of clear your system out of it all and mm. and I do I go through those I'm like why do I do this to myself you know yeah, like totally I, I feel that so so much I think yeah like and but again in general that it's it's definitely it makes an impact but then for you with with CP I would imagine that it would also impact that like certain foods just being more inflammatory by nature like sugars and whatnot but mm-hmm. yeah I wasn't a hundred percent sure if it's something like, you know, like you said, it's just, you know, it's there and it's something that like you can like tap into consciously, but also tap out of. And so just finding that new balance with that. Yeah. And that's, you know, like, I mean, you know, growing up, like my parents were, they were great and they were proactive and we did so much, but 
also like on the flip side, like because I was so high functioning and, and did well, it was kind of like, all right, well here, like, like if we saw doctors or neurologists, it's like, okay, well, here are the basic things. Like, because I did so well and I was able to independently go to school and do all these other things where I've learned like as an adult, I'm like, wait a minute, like maybe I should have done this when I was younger too, or that, you know, like, um, so there's parts of it where it's like, I'm learning more as an adult with CP than when I was a kid. Um, and I, I like that I have that ability to do that now, you know, like that food does play an impact on it or this or that, you know? So it's definitely, um, it's kind of a, a a process with it, you know, and, you know, if I, if I go to a doctor and say, oh, you know, this hurts or whatever, you know, like my arm hurts, whatever, more often than not, they will kind of write me off at first because they're like, oh, you have CP. I'm like, yeah, I know, but I've had that my whole life. Like I know the difference between a strain or like I've really injured myself kind of thing, you know? Yeah, no, that's so true. I mean, I think that's awesome because um, there's two ways that you can go about it. And I see this all the time too. Like the people that are like, oh, well, I'm, I'm getting older now. So it's almost like a death sentence. Like I'm older, there's really not much I can do versus taking full ownership. Like I said earlier, you're really good at, you're one of those people that absolutely do that through and through. You're just like, this is my condition, but I'm not going to let it stop me. I'm going to find out how I need to adapt now. So what's next, learning more about it. I'm sure there's more things that are out now too, more studies and probably like more technology and whatnot, but also still going into it with the understanding that like you are the one who's in your body 24 seven and not somebody else. So like if somebody's Mm -hmm. sitting there, you're sitting in an office and you're getting a diagnosis or you're getting feedback, it's like, yes, but I've had this for, you know, Mm -hmm. however many plus years. And I've been living in my body for that amount of time. So I understand what you're telling me is, is, you know, what, you know, but this is also how, what I know about it and understanding both of those things, understanding how something impacts you and how you feel it in your body. And also understanding that like, you don't need to take whatever somebody else is telling you as the be all end all. And instead be like, you know what, I'm going to go find out for myself. I'm going to do more research. I'm going to get second opinions. I'm going to ask around. I'm, as I get older, like, I'm going to learn more about this, um, because you can, it's in your hands, it's in your control. And that's so, that's such an empowering place to be, right? Like, I feel like even I see it all the time and, and people say it to me all the time. They'll be like, Oh, just wait till you get older. And I'm like, um, no, I'm good. Cause as I get older, I'm going to find ways to make my shit work, you know, like, Right. That's just yeah. what it is. Like you, you choose the mentality and you choose the outcome that you have. And that's, it's really like simple, you know, I mean, it's simple in, in theory, obviously a little bit harder in practice, but you're the perfect example of that. Yeah. It's just finding that balance of it. You know, it's really, you know, I still struggle with it. I still, I'm still the first one to notice like, you know, if I walk down the hallway, like we have a mirror in the, in our hallway. And if I see myself walking on the first, I notice that like my left leg is turning in too much. And like, I'm like, ah, come on. I've been working on this since I was a kid, you know, like those are things like I'm still, you know, but there's a level of, I'm also trying to accept, like I, there's certain components that I can't change, you know, and I just need to learn to, yes, I can correct it to a certain degree, but I just need to learn to accept it. Like I can't, Mm -hmm get myself crazy with it, you know? 
Totally. Yeah. Definitely. Acceptance is one of the big things. And also looking at how far you have come, like, yeah, I've been working on this since I was a kid, but you know, last month I didn't need someone's hands to help me down the stairs. Like there's Mm -hmm. the small wins, the things that you probably are frustrated with, or, you know, wish you'd be at a certain point with, and then the acceptance component is huge. Um, Awesome. Thank you so much. So I'm going to wrap up. I have a couple of questions. We actually had you answer one a little bit earlier, which was uh, your, your biggest accomplishment. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I love my icebreakers and <laughs> even though we already broke the ice, we are going to wrap up with two questions. Um, one of them is what is your favorite song to work out to? Oh God, that's a tough one. Oh, I feel like mm-hmm. I know your answer. You do? I'm trying to think. You're like, I don't even know my answer. (laughs) I don't know. It's tough. I love music in general, and I listen to a wide variety of music. So I don't know. Something that's like got a, I can't pick just one song. I mean, I don't know. Something's got, it's got to move a little faster. It's got to be a little stronger. Uh, I don't know. What do you think it is? I thought it would be like an Eminem song, either like Till I Collapse or um, Oh yeah, that was, Lose yeah. Yourself. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Well, there was one on the other day that you changed. I was like, nope, go back to it. I need to hear that song. It might have um, been an Eminem yeah, song. Something like that. Um, you know, like I, like I do, I listen to everything, but when I'm working out and it depends on the workout, like if I'm just going for a True. walk, like I'll listen to something a little slower if I'm just stretching, you know, but if yeah. I'm looking to like, you know, break a sweat I want something stronger faster you know like that you kind of can feel you know yeah okay like more like but like EDM or like rap or I know you said everything I like I'd probably go towards uh I'd probably go towards more rap when I'm really working out okay yeah a good a good biggie song in there and Okay. I, don't, I don't remember what I had for breakfast yesterday, but I can remember the lyrics to any of those songs. You know. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> no, that's the facts right there. Um, all right. And then the last question is, if you had an alter ego, what would it be? Or who would it be? And it doesn't have to be someone um, like famous. As a matter of fact, it shouldn't be someone famous. You can pull from a like a famous person or a celeb, but everyone like kind of just goes to that. Like they go to somebody else. Like who would yours be? God, that's a. I need time to think about these questions. I know. I just, <laughs> <laughs> um, alter ego. I don't know. That's another tough one. Um. Maybe like maybe if I if I had to be an alter ego, it would probably be something between like a physical therapist and a personal trainer. Cause I feel like I've kind of lived through a lot of it. So it's like you get that other side of it for your patients. It's like, yeah, I get it. I've kind of been through what you've been through. Um, so if I ever could go back, I guess, and you know, redo school or whatever, you know, and and kind of career path I mean I love what I do now but if I ever could go back to do something different it would definitely be something within physical therapy or personal training you'd be so good at it because you have like the right level of compassion and like and for you 
again, like taking ownership, but also knowing boundaries, like I'm going to take, I mean, there are different things, but taking ownership of like, this is my situation. I'm not going to let it get to me. If anything, I'm going to like, I'm going to defy what has been like, what sentence has been given to me, but also be like, and in that I'm going to be very mindful of, you know, what I, my body needs right now. So that would be like, that would be really good for you. Actually. I love that. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, I've been through, I've, I've found trainers throughout the years that work. I found trainers that don't, but that's, you know, there's a comfort level for me now at fused and, you know, a, I'm not afraid to speak up, uh, you know, to say, Hey, I need this, but, but also having that trainer that's going to listen to you and say, okay, like I, it's not like, Oh, I want to modify something just because I want to cut corners and take it lighter. It's, Hey, I need to modify this because I don't want to injure myself. And, you know, having the people at Fuse and even just the other people that are working out understand that and get that is huge, you know, uh, where the modification is given or it's like, hey, I think you can push it a little bit more. Like there's such a comfort level that's there that that I think was missing for a long time for me. And that's why I was so hesitant to even work out again, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. We'll be very like, I'm always open with you. Like, Hey, I want you to try this at least. And if you try it and you're like, yeah, no, today's not the day. Then it's like, all Mm -hmm. right, cool. You tried it. And now we know, like, we'll try it again. We'll try it again. We're not going to just like throw in the towel, but just today's not the day. No big deal. Yep. I, you know, we say each other all the time, how much we appreciate (laughs) each other, how much gratitude we have for each other, how much we love each other. And so I just want to let you know again, that you your presence at Fuse and just in my life means so much to me. So thank you for literally not anything, just being you. <laughs> thank you for being you because uh, you're amazing. And um, thanks for thanks for doing the show today, Meg. Well, thank you for everything. And like, you know, we've talked about too, like, you know, we have these workout sessions and yes, it's a physical workout, but it's like, you know, you know what's going on with the kids and you're, it's like, it's like a therapy session too at times. Um, you know, it's a two for one kind of deal. Mm. Um, and it's just, it's, you know, our paths have crossed over the years with people, mutual people that we know, but I'm just, I'm so fortunate and I'm, I'm so appreciative of, you know, where we're at and just like, you know, like this is, even if I'm not there every week, you know, I can shoot you a text or this or that, you know, and it's just, I'm, I'm thankful for it just as much as, as you are, I believe. So yeah, no, and it's so I love that. I love how like mutual it is. You know, it makes it feel, makes it feel real. It's not like one sided, yes. but it's yeah, it's special, it doesn't feel like sure. it's just it's just like a business. You know, there's a business component to it, and like there's a you know we're working out, but there there's there's something more to it. And I think I feel like you, I feel like there's that connection with a lot of people and within the gym and within the you know within Fuse is just there's a comfort level and you know when if you're busting your ass and you're, you know, sweating, but laughing at the same time, like that's a good feeling, you know? Like, oh yeah. So it's so true. Yeah. Like exactly. It's, it's, it's fun. It's deep. It's, it's mm-hmm. light. It's, it's like everything. It's what it needs to be in any given session. And, you know, I think that we're definitely all there for each other and it's, it's cool how it's come together, but it takes having people like you and, and like everyone else that should just make a fam and the dynamic. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it all.
Thanks for tuning in for today's Fuse Fitness Formula episode. I hope you were able to get some golden nuggets from Meg's story. I always do. Um, Always such a good perspective shifter. And we look forward to having you back. Hey, Fit Fam. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Fused Fitness Formula. If you're looking to start making a lifestyle transformation, you can talk to one of the trainers here at Fused Fitness. You can go to our website, www.fusedfitness.com backslash trainer talk. And we will reach out to you once you fill out one of those forms just to learn a little bit more about you, your current habits, your current lifestyle, and what your goals are to provide some basic insight on how you can start making changes today. Again, that's www.fusedfit.com backslash trainer talk to start making some really awesome changes.